Between now and one o'clock, Midday Manus, which we're also going to tie into a chat with uh, Stephen Upfold, who is the um, acting C, uh, chief executive of Volleyball New Zealand, because Volleyball New Zealand is one of the fastest growing sports in high school at the moment. Um, just tucked in behind, in terms of overall numbers, just tucked in behind uh, Rugby Union, uh, Netball I think is number one, um, but the fastest growing is Volleyball. So we're going to catch up with Stephen Upfold. But it ties into what our Midday Manus is going to be for the next hour and I want people to call in on 0800 150 811 because we're going to put a spotlight on the minor sports okay we so often uh, get caught up in rugby rugby league cricket all of our big ones um, but I want to talk minor sports today between now and one o'clock and I'd love for your input on 0800 150 811 it's your chance to jump on and tell us about uh, a sport that your kids play or maybe you play or a community that you're involved with um, tell us you know, we as sports, is it growing? Is it is it dropping off? Uh, what are its challenges? Uh, how is it supposed to, or how can it get more, I guess, mainstream coverage? What are the competitions? Um, we're just, yeah, we're, we're giving a spotlight to minor sports between 12 and 1. And like I said, very interested to catch up with uh, Stephen Upfold on the volleyball because that is very, very fast growing. We do have live sport on at the moment as well. The NBA, uh, the New York Knicks and the Miami Heat are just starting the second quarter. The Knicks up 31 points to 29. And in the hockey, uh, should have been my Bruins. Instead, it is the Florida Panthers. They are up 1-0 over the Toronto Maple Leafs and just beginning the second period. I can't stand the Maple Leafs if you... Uh, know me as a Bruin, or if you know me at all, but certainly as a Bruins fan, the Maple Leafs are my most disliked team, and I do not want to see them win, so uh, go, go the Panthers, I guess, in that case. Uh, but give us a call, 0800 150 811, a spotlight on your minor sports. Uh, now's your chance to ring in and, and tell us about the sport that your kids play, or maybe you've been playing for years and years. It could be softball, it could be uh, ice hockey, if you play ice hockey. Um, baseball as well. I know there's a big baseball community in New Zealand. Um, volleyball, if you want to ring up about volleyball. Underwater hockey. I've heard underwater hockey. I know very, very little about it. It still doesn't make sense to me that you can play hockey underwater, but they do. And apparently that's quite a, uh, a growing sport as well. So 0800-150-811. It's Midday Madness. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet. Matt. To the rockin'est beat of madness. Jump on the phones 0800 150 811. You can text her on double eight double three, but we'd love to chew the fat with you between now and one o'clock. Uh, of course, we have the rural roundup going on at the same time, so we don't have everyone with us. Uh, but if you are listening, uh, we'd love to get you on the line. Now, uh, kids just mentioned in my ear they're pickleball. Um, they've got a couple of mates who have just started playing pickleball, actually. Uh, it's the one with the big paddles, sort of like tennis, but you keep it in the air. Is that right, or is it allowed to bounce? I'm not sure. Yeah, so it's mini table. Oh, sorry, mini tennis, but big table tennis. Right, okay. So you play it on a court, uh, just like tennis, and uh, it's it's just a minified version of tennis. And, and my mate Matt, he actually runs a pickleball centre. I believe it's out in Matt. Silverdale yep. uh, in Auckland. Matt Carter, he's, uh, he's, he's a semi-pro as well in pickleball, so he really? travels around and plays in tournaments but wow. uh, yeah in 2020 just before the lockdown he, he started uh, this centre and, and it's just gone gangbusters as of late and wow. people from all ages he uh, he had an 8 year old playing against a 65 year old once I remember he was telling me so it's literally for 
all ages, pickleball. Great I, sport. Yeah, I've seen the um, on Drive to Survive, the Formula One guys all go and play pickleball as like a you know as a detox. Um, like I said, I've got a couple of mates who've just started picking up. There you go. There's one to kick us off, pickleball, which I know very very little about. Um, do you have something similar? Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. For me, like I mentioned, uh, used to play ice hockey here in Auckland. Really good community, the ice hockey community here, because, of course, they're all massive fans of the NHL. But uh, there's three, there might actually be four now, but there were three divisions over the winter. Uh, there was Div A, Div B, Div C. Div C for more, sort of your beginners, Div A for guys that have been playing for a couple of years. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a very tight-knit community because everyone does love the sport and they all sort of want to encourage each other to get better. Then they've got this thing over the summer called the BHL, which was set up by a couple of mates, and that it's called the Backyard Hockey league essentially um and you know it's just about having some beers play they play music over the loudspeaker in between goals and stuff and um they do a draft and they have a mock stanley cup if you win it's just i mean it's awesome and like ice hockey is a very expensive sport to get into because the gear costs a lot and the ice time is expensive but you know if you if you get into it at a young age it is one of the funnest things you'll ever play you just you get the bug when you leave the rink you just want to go back and play um of course, that is their biggest problem. Their biggest issue for growth is the cost barrier. You know, not everyone can pick it up. Um, they're limited with um, how many rinks there are around the country, our climate as well. You know, we're not, apart from being down south, uh, we don't really have the climate in the North Island to, you know, it's, it's a lot of money to keep a ice rink nice and cold. But there's that one. I also used to play baseball as well when I came back from America. So I picked up baseball. That's quite a, uh, it's a smaller community than softball. For some reason, New Zealand's really gotten behind softball when around the world, baseball is more of the male sport softball for the females in New Zealand it's like everyone plays and they have I think like 35,000 members across New Zealand across all the ages which is fantastic we obviously do very well on the international stage at the World Cups and the World Champs Um, but I picked up baseball and there's a lot of opportunity there of course in baseball for scholarships to the US um, the other major leagues etc disappointing now the tour is not there Um, but that's another one uh, baseball that a minor sport that um, kids are sort of looking into they watch things on TV and I mean basketball I mean I don't know 10 years ago you might have sort of called it a minor sport in New Zealand Um, it's certainly one of the biggest sports globally but now given uh, every young kid is wearing NBA jerseys and singlets. Um, they're playing the games online, etc. I mean, your generation kids are, are sort of basketball mad. Um, so you know that's what's growing the sport is you know having the North American exposure. Just going off of that, Sam, when we were in school, because that's what got us into basketball was was the NBA, genuinely, because the NBA is the pinnacle of basketball. There's no real international uh, competition in basketball outside of Europe, I should say, but. Fun, funny story, Sam. Professional four square. Did you used to play four square as a kid? I did. Handball yeah. or four square. You got your king and yeah, you know, joker and yep. you know, you got to rotate round. Yeah. When we were at school, we tried to make a push for a for a handball tournament. Okay. And I don't know if it's yet been a, a proper thing, but handball it takes it out of you. I'll tell you what. Oh mate, if yeah. you make a decent sized four square, because that was our case, was that the four square that we had normally for stock standard playground rules, mm. a bit too small. I see. Open it up a bit. Add a bit of the cardio, cardioscular into it, and uh, yeah, I think you could have a right hoot of a time. I don't mind that for for, um, for four square, and also um, that sla- is it slam ball, the one with the little net, and you you know slam it into the net, and you ch- people um, chasing around the beach and stuff. I've seen it, it looks absolutely fantastic. It's one of those ones where ESPN plays it, and uh, it's an entertaining watch. Alongside Ultimate Frisbee, actually, Mikey's text in saying, just worked for a client whose son came over from Aussie to specifically film some Frisbee golf tournaments to throw online for their community. So 
there's two things here. First of all, um, Ultimate, and you can't call it Frisbee because that's a brand name apparently, Mikey. I've been told this when I was in America. But Ultimate, which is so fun to watch. Um, got, it's basically like American football. You're trying to get the Frisbee down to the end zone and you get points if you get it down there, etc. Very athletic. Got to be very, very fit as well. You're running up and down the whole time. Um, but But Frisbee golf or disc golf, I think they call it, eh? disc golf. That's also becoming very popular. In fact, I saw that they're putting in a whole bunch of, a whole, um, you know, group of courses around Auckland, disc golf courses around Auckland. You know, open spaces, all you need to do is put a basket in there and then you sort of make a tee box and guys throw it trying to get it into the basket. Have you played disc golf before? I haven't actually. I've, 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 I went to a mate stag do and they had a whole bunch of discs that we were just throwing out into the wild to try and hit stuff. They are actually so hard to throw compared to your regular frisbee. Go to Wood Hill. Wood you know Hill. Wood Hill, the yeah, yeah, the, 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 the biking, the bike, yeah, the biking yeah, the mountain There's bike, a yeah. massive course out there. Okay, pretty sure it's an 18 as well of of disc golf. It's a like massive, an 18 hole. Yeah, it's okay. a massive place as well. But you know they're going up, got, went up at our high school as well in our senior year. Okay. So everyone got real into disc golf. Yeah, great no, game, disc golf. It is, and you actually, funnily enough, and we we might need to get someone on to talk about disc golf because you have in your kit of discs, you have like a driver, you have it's probably not called a putter, but you have different discs for different situations. So a driver is one that's really going to go far and then you have sort of your seven irons and your six irons. It's actually a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun and it's one of those niche sports that I just like um, because it's different. Um, text us on double eight double three, but give us a call. 0800 Midday Madness through until one o'clock. We are talking minor sports and your chance to give your minor sport a bit of spotlight. Like I said, we're so often talking uh, rugby, cricket, rugby league. And, you know, at times people criticise and say, you know, why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you talking about that? Well, now's your chance. Now's your chance. I'm giving you an open floor, basically for the next 45 minutes. Um, what, I'll, what we'll do is we'll take a break, come back with your calls. I'll also uh, read you out this story about um, volleyball New Zealand and just how quickly that is growing. We're going to catch up with uh, Stephen Upfold uh, in around about 25 minutes' time to talk about it all, but I'll read through some of the stats. They might surprise you. So 0800 150 jump on the phones. We'll come back with more Midday Madness after this. 21 minutes past 12 here on afternoon. Staff away for the week, so Sammy just sitting in. Uh couple of texts here on double eight double three, but you can call us 0800 putting the spotlight on minor sports this hour. Uh, Mark says, hey Sam, my son does gymnastics and he loves it. He's eight years old, does six hours training per week. Our club has over a thousand members. It's great seeing young kids and teenagers being so active. Cheers, Mark. Yeah, gymnastics is one that, um, I, Mark, you might be able to tell me sort of its growth or its trajectory, but it's always been very, very popular. Um, like I remember in high school, uh, in, in um, intermediate and high school, Lots of um, my peers doing some form of gymnastics. They sort of they dropped off towards the later stage. I think they sort of do start moving into like traditional sports, rugby, cricket, football, etc. But they sort of used it as a supplementary thing early on uh, when they were in their teens. So um, I don't know. Maybe it might be a perception thing as well. Later on in high school, sometimes they think, "Oh, I have to play rugby. Or I have to play cricket or football," which is really. Um, it's a shame, but I think it is probably changing now. It's certainly when I was at high school, it was like you had to pick one of the major sports, whereas now I feel like everyone's trying to find uh, something a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, thanks for your text, Mark. Uh, give us a call, 0800 The Miami Heat leading the Knicks 40 points to 35 at the moment, uh, midway through the uh, second quarter. I just was on the TAB before and noticed that the, uh, the Heat were at four bucks, live betting to win this. Um, I'll see it now. They're into $2.75, so... <laughs> Uh, look, if you want a bit of value, why not jump on the heater? We're up by five points at the moment in Florida. Uh, they've scored another goal, but uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have responded. It's a 2-1 
to Florida in that game, 11 minutes, 34 to go. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about volleyball because um, this was the one that came across my radar last night and gave me the idea for, for talking about minor sports today. We're going to catch up with Stephen uh, Upfold uh, in around about 15 minutes' time to talk about the growth of volleyball. But it is the fastest growing sport in secondary school at the moment. Um, it's the fourth most popular sport in New Zealand. Uh, 24,000 young people playing last year. Netball was the highest um, with nearly 26,000, clo- uh, closely followed by basketball and rugby union. So um, volleyball coming in fourth, which I would have never thought about, to be honest. Over the last five years, it's grown by 35% in numbers, uh, bucking the, the trend of most traditional team sports. Between 2018 and 2020, uh, 2022, it was the only sport in the top 10 that experienced an increase in participation. That's quite remarkable as well. Uh, girls continue to flock to volleyball with 14,000 playing at secondary school, making it second only to netball as the sport of choice for girls. And of course, there is opportunities in volleyball, not just at the Olympics and at the Com Games, or maybe it's beach volleyball there, but still a variation of it. But of course, the uh, the US college system as well, which you can get scholarships to. So um, very fascinated as to, to the why that might be the growth of, of volleyball and and where it's heading and some of the battles that it still has because I know it struggles for visibility and it also has drop off later on because like uh, Mark I was saying with the gymnastics there people will tend to switch over to more traditional um, sports later on I think it was uh, Anna Harrison whose first sport was uh, indoor volleyball still plays still plays yep still plays go. beach yeah well there you go and probably it's probably a great crossover for, for netball as well with the jumping and you know handling and everything so fantastic uh, right 0800 150 though uh, give us a call to put a spotlight on your minor sport and calling us our good friend Ed from Tonlega Bay g'day Ed hey bro um, my six year old wants to be a YouTuber is that a sport? <laughs> <laughs> is it competitive? is it competitive Ed? <laughs> Oh yeah, they want to put out the best videos. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, isn't it funny how like I guess the definition of sport is changing quite a lot as well. I always have this debate with people who are like anti esports, and it's sort of like, well, at what like is chess a sport? Is you know when you look at darts, you know, and and you break that down, and and snooker, you know, are those sports compared to? I mean, I know someone that I know who doesn't think golf's a sport; they think it's a hobby, which I find very very interesting. So uh, I don't know, Ed, YouTube. It depends well, if, funny, if they can set up a comp. Yeah, yeah but it's funny because um, my teenager, well, she was a teenager, she played softball for New Zealand. Yeah. And my boy, he wrote a real boy's high. Well, he played rugby, but second 15. And then my little one, oh boy, Dad, I wanna, I'm going to be a YouTuber. Unco, <laughs> 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 man. Unco, man. Oh, nipple, nah. T-ball, nah. That's you, me, you're on my laptop. You, oh, it, you, YouTube. Um, Ed, I, the East Coast is um pretty big for softball, isn't it? I, I used to work for a um, softball baseball shop, and uh, I remember, yeah, the East Coast, that sort of Gisborne-type area, softball very big down there, isn't it? Yeah, um, that's where my, um, my daughter, uh, she was 12, and she started playing rep for Tauraputi, yep. under 13s, under 14s. And then um, she made under-15 New Zealand and went to play in um, Australia for a couple of games over there. Two wow. years ago now, though. She's like 18 now. Is she still playing? Oh, no, she's doing her uni studies. And, uh, oh, she was, and cause from the coast, she was right into Waka Arma. Right, okay. Well, Waka Arma And Waka Arma's another good one, actually. You know, I've got a, a friend who... Um, who is from Canada initially. Um, he's, he's actually Chinese descent, but lived in Canada most of his life. And he's come over to New Zealand and he actually does Waka Ama here in Auckland. 
um, that's a really that's a yep. that's a growing sport as well, isn't it? And it, it's oh, a yeah. it's very exciting to watch. Lake Karapiro, yeah, my both my teenagers when they were fifteen, six, oh, 13, 14, 15, they were all at uh, Lake Karapiro from representing Tairawhiti Horota. Yeah, mean, that's a mean sport. Yeah, no, it's good. What about um, minor sports you played as a kid? Ed? Was there anything outside of the traditional ones that you? Had a go at? Oh, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, I was pretty traditional. Bull rush, um, league, rugby. Oh, sorry, man. Oh, no, I played chess. <laughs> you, play, <laughs> you played chess. I like that, Ed. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Awesome stuff. Hey, pre- appreciate your call as always, Ed. Um, Ed calling from Tyler Gabay there, 0800 150 Let us know. Uh, putting the spotlight on your minor sports, there's some um, that I'm sure we haven't even talked about that um, – are very, very big in New Zealand or growing, particularly in these little pocket communities like I mentioned softball. and because Not that softball by any stretch is a quote-unquote minor sport, but it, it is quite big in, uh, in Gisborne area. So these, all these pockets where um, sports really do thrive and grow, um, the community sort of gets around it. I mean, softball does have a great tight-knit community throughout the country too, and uh, their national competitions are always a lot of fun. Thousands of people go to one place. They have all the age groups uh, and then the national uh, representative teams playing at the same sort of place at the same time so it's one big sort of tournament um they yeah they do they do a good job of it and it shows with our international um pedigree as well with the black Sox and uh the white Sox as well is it the, the white Sox are the women's team or am i wrong in saying that i think i think that's correct um but yeah give us a call 0800 11 and just on the the volleyball as i was saying um yeah the fourth uh, highest participated sport in New Zealand at high school, which I I do really find remarkable. Netball number one. Um, is there is there is there male is there men's netball in high school kids? There was at my school. Okay. Yeah, I think we were the almost pioneer for our west of of starting a men's netball competition. Uh, there is a big mixed community out there. I know that, yeah. um, especially in indoor netball as well, that is another growing sport. Uh, it's six players on the court rather than seven, and mm-hmm. it's three male, three female. So it's an that, even That's like, yeah, people mix. are always asking me to come to their social netball like, Such a on good a Wednesday game, night. Sammy. You can shoot threes as well. Can you? Well, they're twos. Do, do they actually from outside do the that? Or, yeah. I shoot like that. Do you? Yeah, I shoot I, like I, I've never been able to do like a proper netball shot. I always do like the basketball way. Um, is that, does that get any more competitive than the social? Though? The mix, like, would they ever have mixed at the like com games or anything like that or is that I think there's definitely room for it. We saw it last year, or oh, the last two years actually, at the Cadbury Netball Series, where the Silver Ferns play the the uh, men's national uh, netball yeah. team, and then they just introduced the mixed team in there, who did quite well. So look, there's definitely a future for it. Yeah, this, um, men's netball isn't growing as fast as mixed, um, so there definitely is more room for it to grow there. But yeah, indoor netball is is very special in that realm. That is a, it is a complete different game to netball. And uh, everyone that plays it really seems to enjoy it. So I'd suggest that you come out and fill in for my, my team. Oh, one mate, I actually did. I love playing social netball. Um, yeah, when I was in high school, we had um, like our school did social teams that played on like a Wednesday, Thursday night. And I used to go and fill in. My football coach got so mad because like, you know, you injure yourself at playing social netball and all of a sudden you're not playing on the weekend. Very, very mad. But um, it was a lot of fun. I do. I'm a, I'm it probably, no surprise to your kids. I'm quite a frantic player. I'm I, I run around a lot. You and, and me uh, alike, mate. <laughs> if I, if, I just want to get if an open space. Red cards and netball. 
If there were yeah, I, I don't know if I'm like that. <laughs> I agree, but I, but I, I'm just, I just run around and try and find the open space, and uh, then I just stuff it up by trying to do something outlandish. But, um, but I do enjoy it. Ken's just text saying, uh, "Indoor bowls played that not as much now, but great game. Doesn't get a lot of coverage, if any. Still great though. Uh, cheers from Ken. Yeah, um, bowls. I love a game of social bowls. Uh, outdoor, actually, Kent. Um, underestimate for people that have never played bowls before. You underestimate how quickly. Uh, the bowls go along the surface. I, I thought I was going to be an absolute master of it, and my first like six tries, every single one went too long into the ditch. So very skillful. We're going to take a break for news, sport, and weather. We do have a call on the line, Scott from Wellington. We'll get to him very, very shortly. And Stephen Upfold, we're going to get to from Volleyball New Zealand in about ten minutes' time. But news, sport, and weather first with Johnny Mack. Well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockinest beat of madness. Midday Madness up until 1 o'clock. We are talking minor sports and calling in now from Wellington. It is our good friend Scott. G'day, Scotty. Hey, Sammy. How are you? Doing very well, my friend. Um, I was going to... I mean, it's going, going back a few years for myself. Um, obviously, once finishing school and, and not playing sports so much on the weekend, but still wanted to say it, uh, futsal. Yes. Um, yeah, just, you know, um, you know, it doesn't take up as much of your time. Um, play play during the week, and um, you know you're, you're still keeping fit and and still a good variation of football at the same time. Scotty, I love it. So um, at my high school uh, down in Hamilton, my uh, first eleven coach, uh, Michael Groom, he's a former all-white, and he was obsessed with like Brazilian football. We used to like train with music on, and he was all about the Joga Benito and Ronaldinho. And we used to do futsal uh, one night a week on the Wednesday night. Our training was futsal, and it was all about obviously developing your your foot skills and position and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I absolutely loved it. It was my, the highlight of my week, more so than the eleven aside game. And recently, last year, I got to uh, commentate on the the futsal league here for New Zealand football and it's once again a very fast growing sport Um, youngsters like it because it's a little bit quicker like you said it doesn't involve you you know taking up a whole Saturday going to a ground and playing and and weather dependent and all that sort of stuff so the young kids are are absolutely loving it and of course uh, it is vying for uh, does it have Olympic status I think it's it might be at the Com Games or something but are they maybe vying for Olympic status yeah, I have heard the same thing. They are trying to get it in there. It's, it's not in there yet. I don't believe they've been given approval yet, but I know it's, it's close. Yeah, and it's a, um, like you said, a fantastic game. For people who don't know, futsal is like an indoor version of football. I think it's four on the court plus a goalie, eh, Scott? Four, four and a goalie? Um, yep, and yep. yeah, and the ball's a little bit heavier, so it emphasises play on the ground. You don't you don't see these sort of long balls. And if you watch a game, like guys are just constantly rotating around and moving around and getting into different positions to open up the space. The goalkeeping is insane. Like these goalies make incredible saves. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a great. View. There's um, stop clock as well, so the ball goes out. Generally, the the clock stops, and then they put the ball down, and then it. So you get just a lot of action all the time. Um, which, which is awesome, Scotty. So, so you, are you playing at the yeah. moment? Are you? No, no, not these days, unfortunately. Uh, body, body doesn't hold up as much as it once did. Uh, <laughs> oh, mate, landing, landing, and, on, landing and, on a hard court floor is not fun. Oh, no, nothing's fun when it comes to your back, especially going down on the floor. <laughs> um, you know, but no, no, watching, watching more through the kids now, doing their things and that. But um, as you say, the the growth with the kids is it's 
you know, I mean, I, I used to love training. Training was one of my favourite things, but I sort of look at it now, and, and I know with my son and, and quite a few of the kids on the team, they, they don't mind the weekend game, yeah. especially if it's not raining and cold. Yeah. But the training, they're, they're just not the biggest fans of. And, and as you say, once you get to the sort of that teenage years, uh, it's, you, you want a quick, you want a fast version of something. But, um, you know, like, like my my oldest, he's, he's got quite into the football with uh, FIFA and that as well. So, yeah. you know, he still wants to play it. Um, but, you know, it, it is getting harder trying to, trying to keep him going for, well, you know, through the, the older years going to it as well. Yeah, absolutely, Scotty. Uh, appreciate your call, mate. Um, yeah, appreciate your call as always. 0800 150 if you do want to jump on the line. going to catch up with Stephen up for very, very shortly. Um, yeah, it's funny with, like, football for me at high school. Like, I was sort of obsessed with it. I loved training after school. I loved training sort of deep into the night time. Like, the lights would come on. You'd still be out there kicking the ball around. Um I almost love training just as much as I love the game. And our coach, Mike Groom, made it very, very fun. That was probably part of it. Like sometimes we'd rock up to training, there'd be two small goals set up on either end of the of the pitch going sort of sideways, and he'd just have one of those tiny like size three balls in his hand. And he, so you'd get to training and he'd give you one of those tiny little size three balls and he'd say, right, it's two touch. Um, and like football, like AFL, so you hold on to it and you kick it and um, – you can kick it along the ground, but it's only two touch. And, you know, you play, we did that. And so you'd just rock up and that would be the game for like 20 minutes. And then that would stop and we'd do sort of some drills or something. And then he'd set up these um, almost like mini games afterwards where, you know, the defense has to clear, the offense has to score and all this sort of stuff. It was a lot of fun. So I loved training. But um, I don't know if it's a generational thing now. It's like, you know, it seems what I've been hearing from other parents and stuff that, you know, young kids are not as keen to be out there at six o'clock on a Thursday night in the cold training. Um, but I don't know. Different times. You're shaking your head. It's what dreams are made off that training. Oh, yeah. you just gave me flashbacks to yeah. a wintry Fred Taylor Park on a Wednesday night. You've just got home from school, had some afternoon tea. You're you're, you're ten years old. You know, yeah. you go to football and you do that for another eight years. You know, yep. you go on, live the life of the football. Mate. I love training, Sammy. I yeah. loved it. Even the the five a.m. basketball trainings. Yeah, I'd, I'd get up for it. Yep. I wouldn't be tired. No, but you, and, and you sort of have more energy, obviously, when you are a teenager. But I also biked to school. So I had to finish football training, get on the bike and bike like half an hour home. But I loved it. I thought it was amazing and got very, very fit and loved the game and you know, ended up going over to the States. It was, yeah, I, I frothed it. Um, but like I said, nowadays, there's just so many options, so many different things, including volleyball. And we're going to talk uh, very, very shortly. I'm going to take a break and come back and chat with Stephen Upfold, who is the acting uh, chief executive of Volleyball New Zealand, about the growth of the sport and where it's heading and why it's getting such big numbers and, and what its challenges are going to be in the future. So we're going to catch up with Stephen Upfold after the break.